Fools fans, welcome into the Around the Horns podcast. It's your boy, Tristan, your main man, Mario, coming to you from the home of the Around the Horns network here at Fuel and Iron Food Hall. Mario, happy Tuesday to you. How are you? You know, every time we get a chance to come back here, uh, it, it's a good day. It's Tuesday is a good day. I'm starting to really enjoy my Tuesdays. Typically, during the regular work week, Tuesdays are the lowest point for me. Fuel and Iron has just been the best host ever. And we're having so much fun. We got, we got fans in the house. Can we hear some of the fans? Not too shabby, huh? And Fuel and Iron knows the way you're feeling at the end of a Tuesday, so they bring in special pint nights. Tonight, Bell's Brewery hooking it up, but also spooky-themed drinks all month of October here at Fuel and Iron. Spooky guests in the first period magically appeared before your eyes. Bulls VP and assistant coach Dave Nelson. Bulls fans, can we hear it one time for Dave? Thank you. Thank you. Hey, welcome back to the show. Great to have you back on. Uh, big weekend upcoming, but we gotta we gotta look back to where we've been until we can look forward, uh, which means we gotta talk about some tough games. Last weekend, obviously not the result you wanted. You go on the road, uh, play on some Olympic-sized ice, and unfortunately unable to pull a dub out of that weekend. Dave, what happened? Yeah, I think uh, I don't know if it's necessarily one thing or a multiple of things, but uh, at the end of the day, it was the uh, first road trip in the season for us. Obviously, again, only game five and six throughout the season. Um, again, uh, give a, a little bit of credit to the players uh, facing a little adversity right now. Um, it's just how we handle it. Uh, again, this weekend didn't go the way we wanted or the way we drew it up. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, you take the bruises and bumps and, and you move forward. And, and we just head into this weekend. You know, before you came on, we were talking a little bit with some of the players and, and amongst ourselves off camera talking about uh, just the, uh, the, the, the power play or the penalty kill, I should say. Special teams uh, still looking like it needs to be shorn up a little more. Uh, what can we expect in this coming weekend when it comes to uh, penalties and, and the PK? Yeah, I think for us, uh, again, the best way to kill penalties off is uh, by not taking them. Uh, so we got to find a way to stay out of the box. Uh, again, each weekend and something that we, uh, we set as a goal internally um, you know, whether it's the power player or PK, but just special teams as a whole is to find a way to get to 100%. Um, first weekend, we were, I think, like 130% with uh, the power play success and, and the PK success. Uh, second weekend, we had power play success, uh, had PK success as well, getting over 100%. And this weekend, we didn't have, uh, honestly, either. Uh, didn't, uh, didn't score one power play goal over the weekend and, and ran into some trouble on, on the PK as far as uh, allowing them to accomplish what they're looking to accomplish of, of putting the puck in the back of our net. So, um, again, for us, it's uh, neither we're good this weekend and we just got to find a way to, again, if we stay out of the box, you're never going to be able to, to be at a disadvantage. And, and again, when we were five on five, I think we're a really good hockey team and we just got to find a way to put the puck in the net when we're back on the power play too. And when you're playing five-on-five hockey, it's a ton of fun to watch, but it's, it's been different every week. I know you just mentioned it. It's only through six games, but I think immediately Bulls fans kind of latch on to those lines they see regularly. There hasn't been a lot of regularity. After that opening weekend at home here, everything's kind of been shifting. Do you feel like as a coaching staff you're still trying to figure out the best pairings out there, top couple of lines, and, and when do you feel like that may settle in a little bit? Yeah, I think, uh, again, for us uh, – there's been a lot of movement here early on, just uh, guys in and out uh, of the lineup. And, and 
Um, I think they're still finding their comfortability to playing with one another and, and seeing what works. And I think for us, that's the same same aspect, right? Whether it's a different power play unit, a different line, different PK combos, D pairings. Uh, again, you look at it uh, this weekend uh, on the D side specifically, but uh, uh, Sinks and, and uh, Farrell have been playing heavy together. Uh, Nikita and, and uh, <coughs> Nikita and Hoffer have been playing a lot together and Hoffer didn't play Saturday night due to do some things that happened Friday night with some some facial stuff uh, taking a stick to the face and then some stitches and, and whatnot uh, split up sinks and Nate so again you're trying to see the depth you have as well too on the forward end uh, again I don't think there's uh, uh, outside of the first weekend we've kept the same lines together um, or I shouldn't say the same lines but the same lineup as a 12-man unit up there a 13-man unit um, so you're just trying to find a different combination that you have within, obviously, our group, finding a way to see uh, uh, who plays well together. I think you're getting there a little bit, um, right? You look at uh, on the forward end specifically, I don't think we've split up uh, Vesey, Clarkie, and, and Ames yet. Uh, they've been a really good line for us. Um, I see uh, Hayes and Susie playing well together. Smeagash did a really good job of jumping on that line this past weekend. Um, but uh, as far as that... Uh, um, it'll take some time, right? We look at um, about 20% of our season, 10 to 12, 14 games out of the, the regular season. Uh, that's where we're looking to really hit full stride and, and really kind of have things you know, locked in, completely dialed in, and, and kind of move on from there. Well, this weekend, we welcome in for the very first time the Rock Springs Grizzlies. Never played them, new to the league, new to the division, a completely fresh team. Uh, what have you guys seen? Has you guys scouted had a chance to look at any of their film? And what do you guys anticipate uh, coming up this weekend? Yeah, I think uh, they're going to be a hungry team coming into our building, right? Uh, you look at two teams, uh, again, right now for us, uh, things are going our way. We're facing some adversity as far as getting back in the wind column. And uh, they haven't found a way to, to get in the wind column at all this year either, right? So at the end of the day, we got to be respectful of, of the competitor that's coming into our building. Um, again, they're probably going on through the same mindset. It's only game five, six, seven for them too, right? So they're just trying to find their craft. They're a big team. Uh, they're a physical team. They're a fast team. Um, so I think it's going to be a good weekend of, uh, again, back and forth pace hockey. Uh, two teams that, uh, again, you look at our identity, we want to be a fast physical team as well that finishes checks. Um, I think it's just going to come back to what we talked about earlier, right? Who can stay out of the box? Who can capitalize on, on uh, the power play or the four on four, but uh, or, or mainly even the five on five for us? Again, if we can manage uh, manage the ice from, from our D zone first and, and control through the neutral zone and attack in the offensive zone, I think we'll be in a good position this weekend. We're going to flip the script a little bit here and get a little juicier. Specifically this Friday, Dave, you're playing on Friday the 13th. Uh, hockey players can be a little bit stitious. Some would even consider them superstitious. But uh, when you played, and obviously now as a coach, you're managing a bunch of guys that all have their own superstitions. Uh, what is maybe the craziest superstition you've seen from a guy, whether it was a teammate of yours at the time, maybe it was yourself, uh, or maybe it's on this year's team, craziest superstition that you think is going to help this Friday the 13th? Ooh, that's, a, that's a good question. Um, there's a lot of them. Again, I think uh, I, was, uh, I, I wasn't very superstitious when I played, um, but you see some of these guys come through, right, to, um, whether they, they put uh, the left side of their, their gear on first to the right, or uh, I see a lot of guys, they'll tape their sticks and, and the, the, they can't touch the ground. Um, I think Jimmy's got one right now where, like, uh, if he has a good day, he'll stick with white tape if he's using white tape. But if he has a bad day, he'll switch back to black. 
Um, I'm not really sure what uh, what exactly it'll be. Um, I think we just got to throw it all out the window, come compete Friday, and, and look to get a W at the end of the day. But we can all agree that goaltenders are the weirdest when it comes to their superstitions, right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Thank uh, you. Again, but the uh, record show. Yeah, yeah, they're, uh, they're all weird in their own way, but spe- <laughs> special in their own way, too. Mario, if I don't uh, recall this incorrectly, you were a goaltender last year. I, I was for a brief moment. Yeah, it was. So are you. Yeah. Well, I tried, but Mario was the real winner of that one. And I think unopposedly, people would say you're probably the weirdest person right now on the podcast. Hey, I own it. Facts. Facts. <laughs> Dave, I want to ask you one final thing. Obviously, coming back home, knowing uh, that Friday and Saturday night's games are almost sold out, you're going to be playing in front of a packed crowd. Obviously, a very busy last month with other things going on. Still managed to almost sell out the house. Uh, but knowing that really you're entering hockey season, NHL season starts tonight. You've got hockey fans that are going to be kind of coming out of hibernation. Do you feel like that boost of energy, uh, packed houses Friday and Saturday may help you guys as well? Yeah, absolutely. Again, uh, uh, honestly, even today we were lucky enough to, to travel up to Colorado College and, and see their facilities and, and meet with uh, their coaching staff. And, and uh, just hearing the way, obviously, their preparation into their opening weekend as well, um, they get to play in front of their home fans too, right? So anytime you get to do that, it's, it's pretty awesome. And um, just having a conversation with them, they even heard about our fan base, right? So they hear about uh, the excitement around hockey here in Pueblo, the excitement uh, around the rink and, and the fan base that we do have. Um, you know, to kind of touch off of just the excitement this weekend, uh, it'll be the first week and we also kick off uh, a special weekend uh, with a different set of jerseys with uh, the support of Rocky Mountain Cancer Center and, and uh, Breast Cancer and, and Cancer Awareness Weekend. So we're super excited about that. So again, even for the players to, to get a little bit of different juice and energy, they'll wear a different jersey this weekend that we'll be able to kick off and, and raise money for too. So uh, again, super excited just to uh, again, turn this thing around, and, and what, what better way to do that uh, right here in Pueblo in front of the best fans in the league? You heard it from the mind himself wrapping up period one. Bulls fans, one time for our guest, Dave Nelson. It was louder when you, when you came in. They were so excited you showed up finally. Yeah, you're going to be excited for guests in period two and period three, so stick around. It's the official place, all things Pueblo Bulls hockey, the Around the Horns podcast. Bulls fans, welcome back to the Around the Horns podcast, period two. And if you missed us in period one, we said you were going to be pumped for the guests coming on in period two and three and our guests joining us in the second period. If you haven't joined us at Fuel and Iron Food Hall, you're missing out because Nikita has been here every single week and has been chomping at the bit to join us on the podcast. So obviously we had to bring him on. It was really pathetic. I mean, please, please put me on your show, please. Wow. That's the exact uh, reenactment of you his looked behavior. just like him when you said that. <laughs> if I could have cast a better stunt double, it would have been Bulls coach Austin Hoff. Uh, we're still waiting on the paternity results, but Bulls fans, give it up for our guest in period two, Nikita Bondriev. Let's hear it. Nikita, how are you? Welcome to the pod. Hi, I'm good. Thank you, guys. How are you? Good. Excited. I think less nervous than you right now, but let me be the first to tell you this is not a big deal. We're here chatting with our friends here at Fuel and Iron, Bulls fans galore, here to just hear how you're enjoying your stint 
with the Pueblo Bulls. So I'll ask you exactly that. Since you got here to Pueblo, how things been going for you? Oh, that's great. That's, I would say it's like a big family here. I love it. I mean, that place is just like magic on the games. I've, it's my probably first experience in my life when I play in front of that much people. That's electric. I love it. Well, Nikita, obviously, um, with your accent, if the, the viewers at home don't know, uh, you grew up in Bessemer here in Pueblo. It, no, 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 no. Let, let the viewers know where you're from and uh, how you got here to Pueblo. Uh, I'm from Ukraine, Kiev, and uh, I got here only this year. It's my third month here. Uh, that's pretty much all the world. Yeah, and so you, 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 went to, you came to camp. Oh, yeah. So... I, can, I came to open camp pretty much, honestly, didn't know anything about this team. But I, I, already after the camp, I saw that. I saw that even in the, in the main game. Oh my God, bunch of fans in open camp. It's first time when I see that ever. Not even like, not even in open camp. No, no one has it like uh, in the main camps. Someone doesn't have it in the games. And we had it in the open camp. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah, and an electric atmosphere since you've gotten here, uh, but also kind of a, a cool experience. I want to hear about what that's been like growing up playing hockey. When did you start? When did you know you wanted to keep playing the game? Uh, and how excited are you to be playing NCDC Tier 2 hockey with the Pueblo Bulls? So I started playing hockey when I was five, and that wasn't really difficult to decide because my dad still hockey player, hockey coach, so I already knew who I want to be in my life, yeah. Then uh, pretty much all my career played in Ukraine. Last year I had to play in Latvia in the end of the year. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, not the last year, two years before I had to play in Latvia. Then last year I played uh, back to Superior Colorado in Rough Riders AAA team. And now I think it's like level up to come here and play in CDC with Pablo Bulls. And how do you feel like this year's team has brought you in? We've heard from multiple players and coaches that this may be the tightest knit crew that the Pueblo Bulls have ever had. Do you feel like this team really is meshing well by this point? I know it's early in the season, but how do you feel like the team is coming along together? A team? I mean, that's probably, I'm not going to lie, the friendliest team I've ever seen. We're the closest team ever, and I think it's good. I think it's good that we just like... 28 brothers on the ice who's gonna put our back against each other you know all right i'll put you on the spot here for the first time mario if you didn't know is my bff <laughs> nikita who is your bff and the team um i uh like i gotta say uh Ooh. I gotta say, Alfred Lundqvist. <laughs> wow. Like, you're really close to him, European, you know? Well, that, that's fair. I mean, I think that your billet mom would think that she's your uh, BFF. I know she's not on the team, but uh, yeah. she, she runs yeah. the ship, right? I, I think so, too. Now, I wanna change gears just slightly, because tonight is a very special night. Tonight is Tuesday, October 10th. And what happens on Tuesday, October 10th? Do you know? I don't know. This podcast. Then. Our, our, it is. It is the Around the Horns Network night, but our favorite NHL team is going to hang a banner tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let, 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 let all the viewers uh, hear about our team. Uh, I want to say especially to Austin Hoff that the uh, Seattle Kraken doesn't have any chance today against Golden Knights. 
So I don't know. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. wrong yeah. So I, I think that from a personal standpoint for me, during that camp, we were coming in before the All-Star game and someone pointed you out to me, but I'd already seen you because there you sat wearing a Golden Knights hat. And I knew instantly you were my, you were, you were my dude. So I'm, I'm appreciative of you and I'm appreciative of your fandom. And uh, wow. it's you and me against everyone else, buddy. Yeah, I think he looks like kind of like Seattle Kraken fan for you, right? And look no. at him. I look disappointed because I just said <laughs> Mario's my BFF, and here he is piling it on that his new best friend Nikita is also a Golden. You've Knights been fan. replaced. Whatever. You can do PA this weekend. I'll be somewhere else, Bulls fans. Uh, Nikita, I also told you before we got things started that I would put you to the test, asking you a couple questions. Uh, we've only got six games under our belt, but obviously there are some guys who stand out in some areas. Your name has come up a couple times when we bring up some of these questions. So now we'll ask you, uh, so far this year, who has the best hands on the team? Oh. I have to say, I will say for you guys, uh, Blue. There you go. Blue. Yeah, he he's pretty nasty in this. I have to, I have to go from D. I would go with Sinclair. Well, pretty good. Yep. Yeah, that's I think that's my top two. Pretty good options there. We've heard those names pop up a few times. We definitely have. We've also asked everybody who the fastest skater on the team is this year. Oh, Jack Hansen, that's for sure. I wow. think it was him, yeah. Doesn't have anything to do with the fact that he's sitting right there <laughs> staring at you? No, no. No pressure? No, no. Now, this is a question that we get the most responses from. Guys on the defensive side, who's the biggest hitter on this year's D? No, oh, it's our Canadian big guy, Felix. That's got to be him. That's no chance. We don't have chance against him in the heads. And who spends the most time in the sin bin? <laughs> uh, also, no, the it's answer. the answer. We, we know. We already know. It was, a, it was a trick question. That's called a trap question. <laughs> for well, it's Felix. Nikita, before we let you go, I got to ask you. Obviously, the Pueblo Bulls fans here love you. They're excited to see what you can do in a Pueblo Bulls uniform, but I think they know, too, that you've got high hopes for yourself. What would you like to accomplish in year one of NCDC hockey, and what do you want to see accomplished finally by the end of your hockey career? What is the North Star for Nikita Bondriev? Uh, for this year, obviously, we're looking for the best goals to, to win. But uh, for the, my future, uh, the goal is go play Division One, yeah, right? And I think everybody, all the hockey players, kids, and like who is still like older than us, like older than me, like looking for NHL, right? It's like biggest goal for everyone. So that's probably the goal. And Nikita, you know, Trista just talked about the the fans here in Pueblo. They love you. Yeah. You've heard them scream for you guys every homestand now but you had a special fan come to see you tonight huh yeah do you want to give her a shout out do you want to come get on come here. Come. look at that that's my little special fan come on in come on in come on in dude and what's your name joy and do you like this guy yes well, how come because he's so good 
He is so good. Well, thank you for coming and supporting him and the Around the Horns Network. Nikita, thank you very much. Thank you. This guys. wasn't too bad for you, right? No, that was great. That All was right. Great. First time down. We know it was nervous, but can we get a little love for our guest in period two, Nikita Bondrev? All right, Bulls fans. We're coming back in period three. Don't go anywhere. It's the official place for all things Pueblo Bulls hockey, the Around the Horns podcast. <laughs> Bulls fans, welcome back to the Around the Horns podcast, period three time. And a big special shout out to everybody who showed up here Tuesday night at Fuel and Iron Food Hall. If you haven't been yet, you're missing out from 6 to 7.30 specials all night, drink specials, awesome food from some of the tastiest places in town, Mm -hmm. and your favorite Pueblo Bulls players like Jack Hansen joining us in period three. Bulls fans, one time for our guest. Jack, how are you? Thanks for making some time out to join us on the pod. I'm doing very good. Thank you for having me. Well, we're excited to have you on the podcast, even more excited to have you on the team, because this year, through six games, you're leading the team in points. I know individual stats aren't what everybody looks at, but obviously you got to be glad to be making an impact, and when those points translate to scores on the board for your team, it's got to feel good. So how do you feel like you're adjusting to the team this year, and, and what's been clicking to make it all so good for the first three series for you? I mean, having the teammates that I have here just... They help me out so much on the ice and like in the locker room and just help me out day to day. It's really helping a lot, getting me adjusted and helping me play better on the ice. And now, having been your first time obviously here in Pueblo, yep. having the, the game experience here at home in our barn, what has that been like? Have you seen a crowd as uh, wild and crazy as uh, the, the Pueblo faithful? I have not. And uh, all last year, I think we maybe had, I don't know, like, at max 100 fans and so coming here and in that main camp we had like 500 so that was a lot but back in high school we uh i played in the state tournament and i had around 10,000 fans okay so I'm, I'm a little used to the crowd but yeah the the rowdy crowd that we have here really gets me going and gets the boys going nice so talk about this year's team. Obviously, NCDC is a big deal for a lot of the guys um, that are coming in and playing it for the first time. It's a fast game. It's an aggressive game and yeah. at times can be one that kind of takes you out if you're not caught up with it. So how do you feel like you're adjusting to the level of play that you're up to this year? And, and how do you feel like the team's doing so far? I feel like, I mean, I'm, I've, uh, the pace is a lot faster. And uh, I think all the guys on our team, though, are, we have a great speed game, and uh, the complete level that we have is great. Um, the first weekend, I think we really uh, we rolled over Utah, but these past four, I've just have, it's a little tough for us because we're just getting adjusted to our systems and all that. But, yeah, I think we're doing good so far. We can uh, definitely pick it up a little bit. And coming in this weekend, back home, how good does that feel for you guys to be back in your own beds, in your own barn, yeah. and bring, welcoming in a, a team that you haven't seen yet? Really, not many people have seen them at all, but mm-hmm. how good does that feel to be able to do that reset right here at home? I mean, it feels great. Last weekend, I don't know how many fans Provo had. Not very many. And so it's going to be great getting in front of our crowd, getting that energy from them, and uh, hopefully getting a dub in front of our home, home stand. It's time to get back in the dub column, but also I want to ask you about uh, the things that aren't necessarily happening on the ice, are happening since you've got the Pueblo. Uh, talk about your journey, how you ended up with the Pueblo Bulls, what the uh, adjustment has been like so far, and maybe if you've got a favorite memory here in P-Town. 
Coming to the Pueblo, I, th I have a little brother who plays hockey, and they hit him up first to come here. And they found out that I'm his brother, and they're like, oh, he's all right at hockey too, so let's bring him to camp. He's all right. So uh, I come to camp, have a pretty decent camp. They go to training camp, and I uh, feel like it's been pretty easy uh, going with the guys that have been around and stuff. And then, yeah. So in town, off of the ice, have you had a chance to go out and check out the town? You have any favorite places that you're going to eat? The hot chicken place over there is very good. Me, boom. Me, Jimmy, and Brody Clark. We uh, we go there, and then we also go to Holly Dot Golf Course a lot okay. to golf there. And so yeah, that's where we uh, spend most of our free time and golfing with Henzie too. So everyone knows now where to find them. So if you have any stalkers, it's the super fans. They know where to find you. You just put it out there. That's on you, my friend. That's yeah, it's on you. In the rough of hole three at Holly Dot Golf <laughs> Course. Got it. So now let me let me ask you too. So we talked about uh, we talk about skills. We talk about who's got the best hands of speed. But I want to know from your standpoint. It, it, I think the listeners really want to know which coach on the team just really grinds your gears. Uh, just he's a monster. I wow. I mean, Dave kind of got on us. Uh, on Monday, pretty hard, but I mean, mm. it's great coaching by him. But he, he got all he got to us on Monday. Oh, right. sure. Wow, you asked the questions to get him in trouble, and I'm like, who's got the better hair, you or Dempsey? And obviously, <laughs> that's not a question we're going to ask on the podcast. But if you had to pick somebody with the best flow on the team this year, who is it, Jack? Uh, I'm going to have to say Susie. Ooh, Ooh. yeah. That's a new one. We've heard Susie for other things, but not the flow. All right, okay. I always thought his hair looked like a bowl of spaghetti turned upside down, but I guess it's the best on the team. Honestly, wow. it's, it's either Susie or Jimmy. Jimmy has some great flow. Okay. All right. I, I, I see that. All right. All right. So now, before you came on, Tristan and I, since day one, mm -hmm. have created a nickname for you. And you told us you weren't aware of this nickname. No. Every time you're, you, you're on the ice, we start yelling for Mbop. Does the crowd here know the reference for Mbop? Anyone? Yeah, he does not. So we're gonna have a special, um, special show where we're just gonna go through old music from the 90s mm -hmm. and early 2000s so you can catch up. Are you good with that? I am good with that. All right, so tonight your homework is to go uh, hit Spotify, Apple Music, whatever you use, and listen to the band Hanson. Okay. And listen to Mbop. All right. And then every time, every time you score a goal, we're going to ask them to play the song Mbop, and we want the crowd to sing along with that. Okay. All right. Sweet. All right. Yeah. It's now synonymous. Uh, I want to ask Official. you a couple more hard-hitting questions before we let you go, uh, especially because some of your teammates are here watching you and adding no pressure to make yeah. you choose them. <laughs> But similarly, on the offensive side of things, who's got the best hands out there this year? I'm going to say Blue, uh, Feral, Feral Cat. That's his nickname. We call him Feral Cat. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to say Sinks, too. Okay. All right. Now, what about the fastest skater? Tombs. Ethan Toms, yeah. yeah. He, uh, whenever we bag skate, he's always the first down and back, so... Yeah, I think the uh, majestic muzzy that he he robs oh, yeah. helps uh, yeah. with aerodynamics. Maybe I don't know. That adds a little bit of speed to him for sure. I would think that would slow you down. The drag of the air. I don't know. It just it's wispy and just blows in the wind. 
Uh, final question. We usually ask the D-men who the hardest hitter is, but because that's not something we want to put you on the block for, we'll ask you who you stand the least chance with in a fight against a D-man on your team. Uh, 100% Felix. Yeah, he's missing teeth at the age of like 16, so. <laughs> Actually, they just never grew in from his childhood. Maybe, but he said he's gotten a couple fights, so. Nice. It doesn't matter how we ask the question. I think we've already identified maybe the toughest player on this year's team. Uh, Hansa, before we let you go, man, we got to ask you, what are you looking forward to most uh, with your stint with the Pueblo Bulls? What do you want to accomplish this year? And then ultimately, when the game of hockey is over for you, where do you want to hang your uh, skates at night? Um, this year, I really want to make a push in playoffs. And I know we can with our group, so just making it as far as we can. And uh, yeah, and then after it's all done, I do want to play college hockey, and then after that, just go with the flow and see where hockey takes me or have a job. I do want to go to college for engineering, though. Man, yeah. you've got it all mapped out. Let's stop thinking about the future. Let's think about this Friday night. You'll be there. Mario will be there. I won't. Sorry, Bulls fans. But everybody else will be cheering on the Bubble Bulls as they take on for the first time the Rock Springs Grizzlies. Bulls fans, for tonight's third period guest, can we get a little love from Mr. Jack and Bob Hansen? And, um, we have a tradition here that we kind of rename our opposing teams, we have nicknames, and they're not the Grizzlies anymore. They're the Pooh Bears, the Rock Springs Pooh Bears. Wow. They're cuddly and, and just adorable. Cute. Mario said it, not me. Don't give me the dirty looks when you come to our barn next time. Bring it. Uh, Bulls fans, that's going to do it for the Around the Horns podcast tonight here. But if you missed it, every Tuesday we're back, 6 p.m. right here at the new home of the Around the Horns network. We're going to be recording Around the Horns podcasts here. But for the first time this season, we're bringing you, the fans, in to the Seeing Red show, which we'll be recording next week with one lucky Bulls player. So don't miss that. Or unlucky, depending on who it is. That's true. Stay tuned. We got more exciting shows coming your way from the official place. All things Pueblo Bulls hockey, the Around the Horns podcast. <laughs>